0: Today's gospel is about the 10 bridesmaids that are waiting for their love to come, their groom to come, the one who is going to take their heart, their soul. And they're waiting throughout the night. Five are wise, five are imprudent. They're imprudent because they don't take their oil with them, the extra oil for their lamp. Three things stand out to me in this. First is love, second is waiting, third is prudence. And the story is really important because it is talking to us about our final judgment. And so final judgment is going to be this judgment that defines us, that um, characterizes us, that stands out to say this is what the human person is. This is what we're called to. And so final judgment is a really important point. So facing this final judgment, we have to see something more than just a story here. It is the final judgment, meaning this is something that characterizes what is good spiritual life or good even psychological life. And this surely even has an effect upon our bodies insofar as our psychology has an effect upon our bodies this greatly has an effect upon our bodies whether or not we live of these three things it's as if you know we are metaphysically structured this way if you think about it our our ears are made to hear something outside of us that is called sound our eyes are made to see something outside of us light and color Our intelligence is made to understand truth, which is outside of us. Our hearts are made to love, and it's a love of good that is outside of us. Meaning, I encounter something good, and I love it. And that's a really beautiful thing. But note that, whether it be truth or love, it is never satisfied. We have a longing for that can go on for the infinite. For example, I can know about geology, and I'm still curious about other things. I love each person I meet, but there's always more room in my heart. The love of our heart, the hole in our heart, is so large that... We could take in the whole world if we had time and, you know, capacity to see each person and know each person. There's something huge about our heart that needs to be taken into consideration. It's not satisfied in this world and it longs, if you can listen to it, for something more. We have a heart that longs for the absolute. And so I... uh, was thinking about this. And this passage hits a nail on the head because it's saying to us, we are going to be judged upon whether or not we have longed, whether or not we have waited, whether or not, you know, we are looking for the infinite, for the God who made us. And it says something even more radical. This God is coming for us. Christ, who is God, is coming for us. And are you waiting? Are you actually longing? Is your heart so large that you're able to love or long to love? And so that touches our first point. You are made for love and you'll be judged according to that love. But it's not just that they're bridesmaids. That's the love aspect. But they are actively waiting all night long for their groom to come. They're actively waiting. Are you actively searching for the God who can fulfill your heart, the only one who can fill the hole that is in your heart? And I have to say, many of us aren't even aware of that. So many of us probably aren't even uh, these bridesmaids at the level of bridesmaid yet because we're not aware that our heart longs for this, that our heart yearns for something infinite. We're too caught up in things. So this passage almost seems as if it's made for those who are already Christian, those who are coming to Mass. They're the bridesmaids. They're the ones, hopefully, who are waiting for our Lord. I'm not even sure if everyone coming to Mass is, but nevertheless, it's those that are knowing that the Lord is alive and that he is waiting and coming for us, that are those bridesmaids looking for the Lord. And on this earth, leading in that second point of desire, if you're not waiting and longing for something more, I think you're missing it. The only thing that can satisfy our heart, which is that infinite love given to us, that good that is so great that we can finally find peace. Now, if our heart is not longing for that, if our heart is not looking for that, then I'm afraid that we don't even know what's going on. And know that God is hidden behind the veil of faith, you know. But we can already sense him, we can sense his coming. We can already feel his coming. And I hope that you have sensed that he is coming through faith. Now, that leads to the third point. Even if you desire to meet him, even if your heart longs for the God who alone can fulfill it, my heart is restless until it rests in you, O Lord. You still need to be prudent, you need to bring the oil. And the oil is all this good work, this, not just good work, it's this preparation, prudence, wisdom, this walking towards the Lord. And it's true that you have to get your life ready. It's not that, it's not that you merit his choosing you. It's just that when he arrives, you may not be ready. And so even if you do believe, you still have to take it seriously and put everything in order. There are many ways that we don't put things in order, don't get our oil ready. For many of us, it may be the classic vice of sloth. Sloth is when you just avoid the things that matter. You don't talk with your wife or your husband because it's too much. So you just keep on keeping yourself busy, 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 doing all kinds of things, all kinds of wonderful things in your life. But you never deal with the things that matter. You never actually pray. You never say your rosary. You never ask for forgiveness. You never um, ask God in confession, because you're too busy avoiding, avoiding what really matters. So in the end, when Christ comes for you, he will say to you, I don't even know you. There are many other ways that we don't prepare the oil. There are addictions, addictions to food, addictions to drink, addictions to drugs, addictions to sex, addictions across the board. Those also take us away so that we're not ready. The oil... Isn't there? We're not able to use that oil to light the lamp of the Holy Spirit within us so that we're able to gaze out to see, is he coming? Is he here? Is he here? We're not able to do that because we're far too distracted. So <clears throat> there are three points that describe our human person. And I would say the human person cannot have spiritual health if we don't hit these fundamental points. And not only can you not have spiritual health, your psychology itself will be messed up. Psychology doesn't get messed up necessarily because of these things. It could be messed up from genetics or biology. There could be tons of reasons why you get psychologically unstable. But this definitely touches on a very important matter for stabilizing, helping our psychology. Or it can actually cause psychological instability itself when we lose the meaning, the sense of our life, the direction. We don't realize we're made for the infinite and our heart longs for it. And we don't prepare for it. So I challenge you to get your oil ready and prepare for his coming. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.